to The Daily Buzz. I'm Peyton Harkins. Utah's Liquor Commission issued just one full liquor license at a meeting this week, leaving 15 bar owners to wait until May for another chance to apply. The Alcohol Beverage Control Commission approved the parole for a license. Located near 900 South and 200 West in Salt Lake City, the bar will now be able to serve liquor, wine, and beer. But some of the other applicants, the Tribune's Stephanie Russell reported, were clearly frustrated by the state's process for businesses to get a liquor license. Commission Chairman Thomas Jacobson told the 15 other bar owners that they should share their frustration with their legislators. Next, culture reporter Alec Dayswell has been reporting on the closure of the Suntrap Bar, Utah's longest standing gay bar, and how an ongoing lawsuit has affected the employees in the community that called the bar home. She explains the fallout of that lawsuit to the Tribune's Jeff Parrott. Palak, thanks for talking to me today. Sounds like you've been covering the Sun Trap Bar for about a month now on your new beat. Can you tell us a little bit about what's going on and a little bit about Sun Trap? Yeah, absolutely. It has been a month. So the Sun Trap is a local LGBTQ bar that's located near the Gateway in downtown Salt Lake City. Um, it's been open since 1991, but it's been shut down this year since January 11th because of a lawsuit between the two owners. Between two owners. Can you explain that a little bit more? Yes. So FChug Incorporated is the company that owns the Suntrap Bar. It has two owners, Riley Richter, who owns a 60% majority of the company, and Michael Golding, who owns a 40% share of the company. So Riley Richter went on vacation with his partner from January 2nd to January 14th. This is an annually scheduled vacation they go on every year. When they went out of town, Michael Golding and the other defendants in the lawsuit, Michael Smith, Trapper Geary and Haley Jones changed the locks at the bar and the security cameras as well. This was on January 9th. Then they messaged all the employees. There's 15 employees um, ranging from social media to bar management to security and door people. And in this message, they told them to come to this meeting. And if they weren't at this meeting, they wouldn't be put on the schedule, effectively threatening their jobs. After that, Riley Richter and his partner came back to Utah and they requested a temporary closure of the bar from the DABC to kind of figure out how to settle this between Michael Golding and Riley Richter. But the lawsuit has been pending and they're still arguing and time's running out because the DABC only allows a certain amount of closure days per year. So they are still closed. What's happening with the employees? The 15 employees who basically have been in limbo, along with the rest of the LGBTQ community, a lot of them have day jobs um, and they worked at the Sun Trap on the weekend. But for some of those employees who are independent contractors, such as the DJs, um, Naomi Larson, Justin Hollister, and Eddie Valencia, they have tried to find gigs at other bars, LGBTQ LGBTQ bars in the Salt Lake City area, but most of them are on unemployment and are unemployed and don't have enough money to pay their bills because the sun trap was the source of their livelihood. And maybe not just a source of livelihood for members of the LGBT community, but the community as a whole, like what's happening as far as fallout and how's it affecting the community? So the way the shutdown happened was very concerning for a couple of reasons. One of the reasons is the Suntrap works with Artel Talent, which is a drag booking 
a drag show booking agency who highlights um, people of color and transgender gender wear shows in particular. They felt at home at the Sun Trap, and without the Sun Trap, they don't feel comfortable doing their shows in other places. In the larger community, a lot of patrons, you know, they they felt confused at the sudden shutdown. This has never happened before. They were closed, you know, for a certain time when COVID first happened, but they never, never, ever had a shutdown this long before. Um, and, you know, they even stay open on the holidays for people who may not have a, you know, accepting family to go home to. And so this shutdown of this bar has not only affected the employees and the owners, but the broader community, because people don't feel like they have a place to go. There are definitely a lot of other gay bars in Utah, but there is no place like the Sun Trap. And from my reporting, what I found out is the thing that makes the Sun Trap the Sun Trap is the leadership under Riley Richter. Thank you so much, Pollock. It's uh, great talking to you and uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, thanks for having me. Next, journalist Becky Jacobs reports on the only Black-owned theater in Utah and how the sisters who own Good Company Theater have opened their doors to everyone. Growing up in Layton, Alicia Washington tried out for the spring musical Oklahoma when she was in seventh grade. After she was cast as Aunt Eller, there was almost immediate racist pushback from parents who argued that the character should be played by someone who is white. That experience stuck with Alicia over the years. Today, Alicia and her sister Camille Washington run Ogden's Good Company Theater, the only Black-owned theater in Utah. They welcome everyone to audition for their plays, and they want Good Company to be a safe space for people to explore the arts. When I went to Ogden earlier this month, I talked with the sisters about how they started Good Company and what it's like to run a theater. Alicia first had the idea while working in a coffee shop, and they began in a smaller space where the swamp cooler leaked on the audience. Now they are in a bigger location on Wall Avenue, and like most local businesses these last couple of years, the sisters said they had to get creative during the pandemic. You can read more on Good Company Theater at sltrib.com. In coronavirus news, the Utah Department of Health reported 20 new covid caused deaths on Wednesday, and that 358 people remain hospitalized with the virus. And that's it for today. If you haven't already, please subscribe and let your friends know about The Daily Buzz. We're on all your favorite podcast apps. And if you have a tip for the newsroom or want to reach out to us, send us an email at thedailybuzz at sltrib.com. I'd like to thank the Tribune's Joelle Cardenas for editing The Daily Buzz and local band The Pelicants for our music. Thanks for listening.